Hello and welcome to this week's show on the Green Wisdom Health Show. I'm Janet Lewis. And I'm Dr. Lewis. And we are going to entertain you today about cleaning your way to illness. Doesn't that sound like fun? Uh, trying to keep our shows upbeat and lively. And uh, you guys have really helped us stay upbeat and lively. And uh, we've gotten several questions, including one from Kelly, which caused us to go ahead and write a show about cleaning products because so many people are cleaning now. Uh, we have never seen so much cleaning in all of our lives i think this is a a new era in time where you know washing hands was great and now we've gone to bleaching everything and uh wiping it all down so dr lewis is going to educate us a little bit today about what the possible side effects are to your immune system amongst other things and some natural alternatives that you can use for cleaning and he's also going to tell you about a sleeper product that uh, we have some great research on that is helping with respiratory distress which is what this COVID-19 likes to attack so Dr. Lewis can you excite us into cleaning differently (laughs) or tell us what's going on with what we're doing now so maybe we can do something different. You know, she always builds me up and says, well, he's going to say something exciting. It's like, oh, good Lord, I feel pressure now. So I don't know. So, Kelly, thanks for your, you know, your input. And we love you just because you help keep us up. And thank you for buying that product for your husband. I'll bet you, bet you, bet you, bet you he's going to get better quick. So thank you for caring because you make a big difference in other people's lives. So this is dedicated to you, um, to Kelly. Never underestimate your worth. Without your presence, someone's life would not be complete. And that's true of all of us. So me being a country boy that I am, I tell people, live life like they left the gate open. You know, you ever seen a calf get out of the gate and start kicking up its heels? That's the way we should be living life, especially right now. Uh, so cleaners, uh, let's let's talk about cleaners. Yes, it's a good thing, but there's, uh, I hope Janet has the list because I don't have the list of good stuff. But I'm going to talk about the bad stuff. Uh, and I've talked about this a million times. There's gobs and gobs and gobs of chemicals. Uh, they are synthetic hormone mimickers, or EEDs, environmental endocrine disruptors. Uh, they they mimic estrogen. And I just talked to a friend of mine says, well, he's got some issues. And it's like, well, yeah, but you got to clean that stuff out. Let your testosterone get freed up and working. And these chemical cleaners that we're using... Uh, it causes, you know, it mimics estrogen, and we wonder why uh, men are less masculine than we used to be, and yeah, I'm old enough to have seen the difference. Uh, and the, the list of EEDs, environmental endocrine disruptors, is included in the non-biodegradable detergents. It's also in a lot of other things like polystyrenes and trichloroethylenes and things like that that are big words. I can't get into all of them. But these chemicals, the food industry and cleaning industry, actually say that they're harmless and small amounts are harmless. But what they're not saying is how we actually bioaccumulate this stuff. And we're going to get into that with a question later uh, that Bradley asked. Bradley's uh, kind of a new new kid on the block, so to speak. So, yeah, these chemicals are really, really serious, and it goes into uh, not, well, 
uh, let me just read the list. I, you know, I make so many notes here. Uh, there's some people that say, well, it's just old age. And I hear that from people that are 35 and 45. And I say, you're young enough to be my kid. It's not old age. So what we call disease and, and things that uh, we attribute to old age, it's not old age. It's a, a accumulation of all this stuff. It's uh, cancers and autoimmune diseases. We've seen autoimmune diseases uh, get worse over the years we've been practicing, such, such as lupus, atherosclerosis, high blood pressure, a lot of that. Arrhythmia, got a sweet lady in yesterday with that. Heart attacks, rheumatoid, thyroiditis, you know, the ones that have Hashimoto's, etc. High cholesterol, yes, yes, yes. There's an underlying reason for that. Diabetes, allergies, Parkinson's, uh, prostate issues, multiple sclerosis, osteoporosis, heart failure, worn out joints requiring replacements. Now, I'm a chiropractor, and I always look at... I have to look at it as this musculoskeletal issue, but it doesn't matter what you have. If you have that kind of degeneration in your body, it's going to adversely affect your musculoskeletal parts. And I was adjusting a, a man yesterday. Yeah, I know. I'm retired. Some people don't let me retire, but he says, well, my knee's hurting like crazy. And he said, it's about the only thing I hadn't had surgery on. He's had a couple of uh, hip replacements and all sorts of uh, shoulder surgeries. And so I was working on the muscles to his knees. There has to be a very specific balance and, and then adjusted his tibia bone. He walked out feeling better. And I said, well, you know, don't you think maybe if you took 50 pounds off of your knee, it might help? 291 pounds. Uh, wonderful, wonderful, brilliant man. But, you know, your body was designed to carry about 200, 220 on his frame. So it's not old age. It's the accumulation of chemicals uh some of the bad things and we're going to get further into this later because of something that bradley asked also but i'm just going to start here you got fluoride in your water your fluoride is a very potent enzyme inhibitor uh it, it's it's pretty serious it's uh it's been known to cause like calcification not just in the arteries, but also in the joints and the ligaments, and contributes to a lot of forms of cancer and osteoporosis. So fluoride in your water, in my opinion, is uh, bull. Uh, it's stupid. And we'll talk about different waters and, and filtering systems when we get to Bradley's question. But fluoride has been linked to all sorts of behavioral disorders, birth defects, flu-like symptoms, and, of course, arthritis, because I always look at it musculoskeletally. It acts like a heavy metal, even though it's really, they call it a halide or a halogen, but it damages the enzymes. And if you don't have enzymes, you can't unlock the key to open the door to better health. Well, I think one of the reasons we decided to tell you a little bit about the chemicals is because, you know, this COVID-19 is a respiratory problem. But the the issue also is that these cleaning problems very, or cleaning products very much uh, act like the same issue as COVID. Uh, they have long term or chronic exposure to household cleaners and disinfectants have been leaked, linked to an increase in asthmatic symptoms, increasing your risk of long term effects associated with asthma, including COPD. I want you to just talk about our ex made. Well, uh, you have lung infections and scarred lung tissue. 
So uh, individuals who are suffering from diseases that fall under the umbrella of chronic obstructive pulmonary disease may also experience frequent wheezing, coughing, chest tightness, and increasing breathlessness. So, you know, our question is, are you cleaning yourself to death over here and you think you're, you've got symptoms of COVID and it's really that you're just really clean, too clean. And, you know, he said, mention our cleaning lady. Well, she would come into our office. She would use the cheapest products that she could that had the greatest smells to them and yeah, the prettiest we're a, colors. We're going to get a bad letter if you mention the name I, Fabuloso. I did not say anything about that. I said they have beautiful coloring to them that was dyes. Which is cobalt. Yeah, and um, she would come in here with lumps on her arm. I mean, like and she was, she was in her 30s. Yeah, and she'd say, I feel so bad. I don't I don't know why I feel so bad. Both arms would just be full of lumps. And her lymph nodes are full of it. She... she you know, under her arms and uh, just all kinds of issues. But she, and we ran her lab and she was full of toxins. And um, that was why, because she'd been in all these cleaning chemicals for all this time. So just think about what we're doing now on a daily basis. And while I appreciate that going to Sam's now, that there's somebody there wiping down those carts. It's the best thing I've ever seen them do. They need to do that a long time ago before all this happened. It was like, because <laughs> there's no telling what was being touched and carried in there. But um, that made me feel better. But this constant bleaching everything down and spraying with Lysol, and we're all inhaling that is not is not good it causes nervous system damage it causes low sperm count it causes irregularities in in menstrual cycles and ed and miscarriage uh the most acutely dangerous cleaning products are the corrosive drain cleaners acidic toilet bowl cleaners and oven cleaners i can tell you those oven cleaners are wicked and then you clean your oven but the the fumes get in the food you cook after that that's scary plus the fragrant fragrances they add to many of the cleaning solutions can trigger headaches and migraines which is what our cleaning lady said she goes my head always hurts i always have a headache so she takes our stuff and then she gets over it and then she quits right so you know there there are other things that you can use beside these really bad products which you can't get now anyway when you go in the store that's what they're sold out of which is probably saving lives except for the ones that are hoarding yeah um like hydrogen peroxide is actually a really great thing to use to clean yeah i don't know if you know that or not um baking soda you know brandy that works for us she's 21 years old and she said i have like all these bottles of hydrogen peroxide that i bought ahead of time and i thought she's really intelligent she's 21 with the wisdom of 60 and, and she's not using the the chemicals. Um, the white vinegar is actually a huge cleaner. And people think that's horrible. And it's like, no, oh, it's really? Okay. No? Lemons, <laughs> both juice and the peel are great at cleaning. That's why you see a lot of the natural products that have lemons in them because that's a natural antibiotic. The soaps that we're using, you know, how many are actually out there using the antibacterial soap? Uh, yeah, can I... Throw a little bit of research in to on that point. Yeah, interject. <laughs> uh, we yes, we should be clean. There's no doubt about it. But excessive cleaning can be a problem, and the reason we know that is we're compromising our immune system because we baby it. We take excessive antibiotics, putting antibiotics in our soaps. You know the triclosan. It's not a good thing. Our cleaning agents. We get more antibiotic. 
stuff, even in our food, that comes from British Medical Journal. Uh, and there's a good, I, I've even put this on Facebook and Shooting Straight and all that, there's a really good segment by George Carlin, and I know he talks real nasty, but George Carlin understood it many, many years ago. It uh, uh, talks about immune system, and it's in his book called Brain Droppings. And I know the guy talked real rude and crude, but the guy was ab- absolutely brilliant. Uh, and George Carlin says, what do you think we have an immune system for? The reason I tell you that clean is good, but you need to get your immune system exposed to some things because bigger families have fewer allergies. Journal of Clinical Experiments and Allergies, that's where it comes from. Household dust protects against allergies. Well, we don't have much dust because we have a good uh, made. Uh, excessive washing of hands. Well, oh my God, it kind of flies into the face of what we're going through now. And yes, I think we should wash our hands and be more thorough with it. Uh, but excessive washing of hands causes more, not fewer, infections that came from American Journal of Infection Control. Which almost makes you wonder if more we're more susceptible to catching things because we've cleaned ourselves to death to start we, with. We babied our immune system. Right. Uh, excessive use of antibiotics in babies under 12 months causes their asthma rates to double. And I'm not against antibiotics. Uh, I'm more medically, uh, I love the medical profession a lot more than most of the people that come seek my help. But And, and that comes from Journal of Clinical, where's that? Journal of Clinical Experiments and Allergies also. Um Wheezing is three times higher when antibiotics are used in children under 12 months, et cetera, et cetera. Um, there's a lot of that going on. So, yeah, it's really – it's kind of a fine line that you walk that tightrope. And I'm not against antibiotics. I just took a round a couple of weeks ago and love it. Uh, what it did for me, it was a good thing. But you've got to establish or reestablish the intestinal flora, and you've got to hit it hard, hit it heavy. I'm just going to – we're going to get off track here a little bit. Um, and, and Janet was talking about a sleeper product. I don't know what in the heck she was talking about. But, you know, we've got one that has a rabinogalactin in it. What, which one's that, Janet? Because we don't even have it here. It's called um, – uh- GI immune. GI immune. Uh huh. It has the AC eleven, the registered trademark. That's the cat's good claw. cat's claw that really works with the arabinoglactin, and that's that helps. It's a prebiotic to help the probiotics have a place to live, so that they can establish colony units. And that's what we're recommending now um, for this for people's immune systems, because a lot of things are on back order yeah. nationally. That one is another product that we've had that um, has been overlooked. So we're using that. And I actually had a lady come in the other day and tell me that ever since she's added that in, that she's going to the bathroom better. Um, she has um, Hashimoto's or, you know, the antibody issue with her thyroid. And she's never been able to go to the bathroom correctly. And she said that one had really added in um, a whole new thing in her gut and and dr lewis said oh it's because that rabinoglactin is a fiber and i thought i didn't know that it's like these little random pieces thing come out of his head that i've never heard and i learn every day hanging around him some of these random things aren't fun but some of them she thinks is one thing that everybody out there listening should do is order a couple of bottles of what we call zinc plus and it's inexpensive folks it's got a little bit of vitamin c a little bit of uh b 
6, which is really good. Zinc citrate, and then it's got the Trax copper in it. If a couple of those, you know, zinc is really good for the immune system. Any man over 40 should be taking zinc anyway, just because of the prostate issue and, and to help unbind some of the testosterone, make it free, meaning usable. Uh, God, I'm, I'm getting way off script, so y'all forgive me. We've got the zinc, and then we've got the multi-element buffered C, and it's 250 capsules in this one. So it's going to last you a long time. And, and folks, it's selling fast. Better get your order in if you want it. It's got the good vitamin C, which means much more absorbable. It's got a couple of kinds of calcium. It's got magnesium. It's got zinc. And taking both of them, you're not going to overdose on it. It's got the copper. You're not going to overdose on it. It's got manganese. You don't hear much about manganese, but it's really good for a lot of different things. And it's got potassium, but it's got the quercetin. And the quercetin we've talked about before, and there's there's actually scientific evidence that quercetin is really good for helping the immune system in the respiratory system specifically. And it's got glutathione, which is the reduced form, which is a major, 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 major antioxidant. If you're not taking a couple of these a day, you're missing the boat. Well, and those products are good, and I didn't know you were talking about those, but the sleeper product that I was wanting you to <laughs> talk about. It's asleep in my brain. <laughs> uh, was something called bentophomine. Benfotamine. I can't even say it correctly. It's thiamine. I had those all mixed together. It didn't come out right. Yeah. But it's a thiamine that people don't hear much about, which is um, they're finding that it's huge for respiratory distress. So that's an immune issue. Oh, yeah. I mean, I mean it, it builds immune, and it specifically works on respiratory issues, and I wanted you to explain a little bit about it. Yeah, I can do that, and I, I put a jillion people on this benfotamine, which is the fat-soluble B1 or thiamine. I put them on it. Anytime on the health survey they put brain fog or, you know, foggy thinking, uh, if you have an overgrowth of yeast, which is about 90% of all of us, uh, except the ones that take massive probiotics for a long time, we all have a yeast overgrowth or a microbiome dysbiosis. And the yeast actually does something with the thiaminase enzyme, again, blocking the key that opens the lock, that opens the door. And when I put people on it, within about two to three weeks, they say, oh, my God, my brain fog went away and my joints stopped aching. So uh, there's a lot of research about this that says uh, it, it, it's really good in primary tuberculosis. And I don't understand it, but there are some really good lab companies that's putting out TB tests all of a sudden, which I find strange. They probably know something I don't know. But it regulates your innate immunity. Uh, it's associated the deficiencies associated with the development of a high fever, and of course that's God trying to tell your body, well, you get real, real hot, then the virus can't replicate itself. It really has a shorter lifespan if you go ahead and run the fever, if you have guts enough to get it to 103, 104. Now, if it gets past that, you know, you need to see your MD about that. But uh, Our parents used to make us run a fever all the time until it broke. Yeah. yeah. I know. Yeah, yeah, we, sometimes they'd put us in the bath. That we'd have you know hallucinations, alcohol bath, or a cold water. <laughs> I think they did it for fun because they didn't have TV. <laughs> you know, now, now that we're home and we don't have any entertainment, they must have used us as a form of form of that. Yeah, but you know, with the thiamine, which is good, the the benfotamine that Janet and I didn't know she's going to talk about it, but uh, it help it's helped with vitamin C and magnesium. 
So that's when the buffered, the multi-element buffered C would be very important, too. God, it's amazing how Janet brings up stuff. And I don't know what she's going to talk about. Of course, you know, she's a woman. Even if even if they tell us, we don't listen. So how would we know what they're going to talk about anyway? Which I told him, and he didn't listen to me. So he's having huh? a, a new moment of surprise. <laughs> I'll help him with brain fog. I'm going to put him on Benfotamine. Well, I I took some this morning. But um, I okay, if she told me, I didn't remember, honey. Uh, so the vitamin C and thiamine. Uh, have a synergistic effect. One plus one equals three. No, that's not common core math. That just means one helps the other be stronger than it would on its own. Okay. Well, then I also want to go back to these cleaners because we need to tell people what they can be using to help them be healthier. Mm-hmm. And uh, white vinegar, you know, was a is a big one because that's something that your uh, probably your grandmother washed her windows with many years ago, and it's a fifty. 50-50, it's half water and half vinegar. But research has showed that white vinegar is useful for disinfection against E. coli, provided that it's a freshly prepared solution. You don't want to use one that's been sitting there a long time. Um, for disinfecting purposes, one study found spraying vinegar followed by hydrogen peroxide was effective for killing a variety of bacteria, including E. coli, listeria, and salmonella. You can also spray white vinegar onto a dusting of baking soda to clean your tubs and floors. Uh, Vinegar and water mixture makes a great all-purpose countertop cleaner. And it's also great for stone counters using rubbing alcohol or vodka, which I specifically think that's a total waste of vodka. Yeah, Janet said, that's sinful to waste vodka. I said, it's not good stuff. It's not what you drink. I think the woman needs to drink the vodka while she's using the rubbing alcohol. Uh, and then who cares whether it's clean or not? Yeah, to get rid of to get rid of something. I don't know. You'll either have a clean house or Or don't care don't care (laughs) Um, and for heavier duty cleaning like mildew on your bathroom grout spray vinegar straight onto the area and let it sit for 30 minutes and scrub with a sponge and warm water so those are natural things that you can do Um, instead of you know how much of that mildew stuff do we put in our bathroom and then walk on that and absorb it through our feet and then smell it you know i I remember one named tilex i don't even know if they make that anymore because i don't use that stuff but um before i knew better i'd spray it all over my bathroom floors and everything and think oh man my shower smells so great and then you'd walk in there even when you rinsed it off you know that stuff was still hanging around and all those chemicals absorb through the bottoms of your feet and you still take it into your body even that way so when you're scrubbing your floors with these beautiful colored things like dr lewis mentioned earlier and then you walk across it you're you're absorbing that through your feet your pets are absorbing that through their feet so uh, you might consider something different try using castile soap to wash your hands with um, that's a that's a great alternative to smelling fine to using these things that have all this uh, antibacterial stuff to them and essential oils. A lot of people are into essential oils, so that's another one. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a great overall choice to make things smell better. And you know, I buy things from from people online that have no chemicals in their uh, products, which we have some great smelling stuff at our house that don't have any chemicals in it. Right. So 
Well, do you want to get to some of the questions on? Oh yeah, uh, yeah. The first one that's I got a lot that's, to say about it. That's okay. I know the one he's wanting me to get to is from Andrew, and he wants to know your favorite flavor of bluebell. Is that the one you have a lot to say about? <laughs> well, no, but now that you're there, and I'm embarrassed. <laughs> Uh, you know, we have a tendency through this COVID-19 to be overly stressed and, and going into st- uh, stress eating. And, and no, I have not gained anything. I'm staying within one, two pounds of where I always am. And it, It's because and I don't cook. <laughs> so, so he's having a hard time eating. <laughs> I don't want her to cook. She's a good cook. but yes. I throw a few nuts his way as I hear, you're full. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, I'm still smiling. So y'all, y'all, y'all know Janet's doing something right. Um. Favorite flavor is uh, the Great Divide or just plain homemade vanilla. But the thing is that now that I've done a big job changing my gut microbiome and I've killed the heck out of the yeast. And thank you, John, Big John, for bringing in that kombucha. I'm still making new batches of it. And when I drink the kombucha, my gut microbiome has changed. Therefore, my taste buds have changed. I had some ice cream the other night. And it's like, oh, this doesn't even taste good. It's not even worth it. So if you have those cravings, you know it's the yeast uh, that, you know, kind of multiplied because of the stress. So I really don't eat hardly any ice cream anymore. Uh, okay, next question. <laughs> <laughs> That's one you had a lot to say about. Okay. Yeah. Uh, right. We have Bradley, which I think this is the one you were asking about. He has a two-part question, so I'll ask you in two parts. Um, <laughs> first off, he would like to know about reverse osmosis water or brand of bottled water that's good? Yeah, I've got a lot to say about that. Um, yes, I drink some bottled water, and yes, if it's in plastic, it's not good. Uh, so Brandy out there did a test with me one time, and she got nine different types of water. I'll try not to name the names. And they claim to be alkaline water. You want alkaline water, and the answer to that is bull. It's not. Every one of them, the starting pH was between a 4.5 and a 6.0. Most of them would average around a 5, 5.5, which is still pretty acidic, even though many of them claim to be alkaline, and it was total junk. Uh, To get it alkaline, all you've got to do is put in minerals. It's the minerals that makes it alkaline. It's the high-content uh, the vegetables and fruits that have high contents of minerals, which is hard to get because of our poor soil, it makes it uh, alkali. So we put in some of our minerals, and every uh, acidic water turned alkaline. And, it, and they all went to around 8 to 8.5. Uh, Dad, I had all kinds of notes. Oh, here it is. So there was no brand of bottled water that y'all found was wonderful? Nope, nope, nope. I like, I like reverse osmosis. And some people say, but it takes out the minerals. It's like the minerals you can't really absorb anyway because they're not in a form that that they're in a form where your plants can take it and turn it into something that you can utilize. But you've got to understand that uh, the best detoxification, one of the best detoxification tools we have is progressively getting more polluted, and that's called water. If it's already full, it can't uh, load more toxins and carry it out of you. One of the problems and I, and I predicted this back in the 70s when I was I did plumbing for 6 months before I went to chiropractic college when I was soldering copper pipes I said well number 1 copper's going to be an issue number 2 this lead at least it was a large amount of lead uh, that's going to be a problem because these are toxic metals oh sure enough I was right 
well, I knew that because you shouldn't be doing that long term. Uh, there are some people that, that claim this alkaline water machine is a really good thing. I don't really know about that. I think personally, uh, just get reverse osmosis and add minerals. We've got an active multi-mineral that everybody should be taking anyway. So, yeah, I drink some of the water. Mostly we do our own reverse osmosis, though. Yeah, having a unit at our house has really helped because what we do, because, you know, water is in short supply at the stores, we have the bigger bottles and we just keep refilling them with our reverse osmosis water so we know that it's fresh coming out of our system and we know that sunlight hasn't been sitting there making the plastic even worse that it's in. We're sitting out in 100-degree weather like it was last year at in front of one of the stores, right. you know, cases of it. So the second half of this question from Bradley is about liver support. He wants to know what you recommend for detoxifying your liver, and also do you have a seasonal or quarterly detox that you recommend? Well, I've seen some of those infomercials that says it'll make you young, rich, and good-looking if you do this kidney cleanse, this colon cleanse. No, it's not that quick. It's not that simple. Uh, I put many people on liver support if your numbers are kind of questionable still within range but not in optimal range i'll add taurine which thins the bile which means you're going to excrete that much more readily uh the liver support really is something even with good liver enzymes you could do and probably should do every day Uh, if you want to get serious you can add the vital detox which i think is a pretty seriously wonderful thing because of the crack cell uh, Corella, then it's got the brocosinolate, which is the indole 3 carbonyl, and then it has an enzyme blend, folks. Remember, you're missing most enzymes, and uh, it's you know, cellulase, protease, something else, beta glucanase. Uh, I don't know, it's got all kinds of different ones. I don't remember off the top of my head. You're pretty well covered. You want to detox every day if you want to get real serious about detox. Just add the uh, liposomal glutathione, the one that Janet says, no, that may not be what I'm squirting in your mouth, honey. Uh, so I don't know what she's giving me, but the glutathione's the short cut. Because remember, the liver has at least 11 different forms, types of detoxification once you get past the phase one and phase two. Uh, phase one is where there's conversion of water-soluble, toxic, intermediate uh, chemical reactions. Phase two, it binds the toxic intermediate intermediates, making a non-reactive water-soluble compound to be excreted into the urine or into the stool. So uh, your my the liver supports your own. Hey, I got you covered. Good. So I think we've answered the questions. I was going to get to a bleach alternative formula recipe. What I'll do is I'll get Brandy to put that on our newsletter that we send out by email. And I'll also see about adding it to our blog that she writes um, every week as well. So if you want a a recipe for bleach alternative and... um, you can you can do something besides get so toxic. And Dr. Lewis would like to leave us with some closing words this week. Because <laughs> I'm always full of something. Uh, outside the will of God, there's really nothing I want. Inside the will of God, there's absolutely nothing I fear. You know, I've talked about fear before. And life is too short to be little. Folks, let's get up, pull our pants up, and say, I'm going to have a good life. I'm going to feel good, and I'm going to go bless someone else. 
That's awesome. And for those of you that would like to get further help and don't really know where to get started and just feel awful, go to our website, greenwisdomhealth.com. Fill out our health survey. If you are already been listening to our show and have not shared us with anyone, please do so so that we can help more people get well faster. We appreciate you again this week. And you guys stay safe, stay well, and don't overclean. And we'll be here next time on the Green Wisdom Health Show. Once again, our show has come to an end, but your hope in your health is only beginning. If you or a loved one are in need of a different outcome and are waiting for a brighter future, take the first step and go to our website and fill out the health survey. Please don't keep us a secret. If you know someone that could benefit from this podcast, please share this show with your friends and family. You are only one step away from a life worth living.